blokes. Let's goals and blokes. But I'm the referee on this team, not you. Let's goals and blokes. Nice bowling. Maybe it's against his religion to hit the balls. Balls and blokes. It's a podcast with real nuts. Joey, mate, how you doing? Shuts, not too bad, how are you? Good, thanks. I've been hanging out for the pod, and there's no real better feeling than sitting here recording the pod as the sun beams through the window here on a uh, sunny Christchurch Sunday afternoon. Yep, it's been a week's waiting, um, and we're really excited. Looking forward to it. You've cracked open a wee bevy, I see here. Yep. Uh, what are you running? Uh, in, in light of the uh, Super Rugby starting, I've grabbed a Grins. Obviously, D-Max drink. So, uh, mm. let's give it a try. Yeah, what is it? It's a wee vodka, mango, pineapple and soda. Uh, and we can as well. I'm not a huge mm. fan of canned drinks usually, but we'll try this one. <sighs> it's not bad. Do you reckon it's a pod drink? Could be a pod drink. It's quite watery, isn't it? We'll throw that one out there, but uh, yeah, mm. we might have to hit them up about that. Get them on what board, do you reckon? maybe. Yeah. 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 Obviously, uh, first pod, we're trying to jam-pack this with lots of wee bits and pieces. Uh, you've got the list in front of you. What have we got lined up for today, mate? Uh, so we're starting with Tuovasa Shek, obviously switching codes. Um, what do we think about that? Mm. Uh, following that, we've got the Southland Stags, obviously your home home ground, home team. Stomping ground. I Stomping ground. All yeah. oh, right. yep. Yep, uh, we've got the Warriors chat um, and general NRL with the top eight predictions. Also, I'm going to throw this one on you. Uh, you've got to pick the winner. Oh, winner of the I've, season. I've organised my top eight, but I haven't, I haven't picked a winner. Yep, and okay. also uh, we're going to do the Daily M as well. So uh, you've got <laughs> right. two jobs here. Uh, what's what's next? Uh, what else have we got lined up? Of course, the Highlanders had their first game of the season yesterday. We'll touch on that briefly. Uh, we watched that one there pretty closely as well. The Crusaders had a wee match-up. Um, we'll talk about the UFC that we watched a, a couple of weeks back on one Sunday afternoon. And plus, you're a big cricket fan. You're going to teach me a bit of cricket uh, along the way. So we'll touch on the Black Caps. They've had a uh, big last week, uh, couple, of, couple of weeks, I guess we could say. Mm-hmm. And of course, well, while, we, while we're on the top of the cricket just now, uh, you had a big day at cricket yesterday as well. Why don't you tell our listeners what happened to you yesterday? Um, it's impressive at the same time, but a bit of a letdown. Yeah, uh, it was a real shit day, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, I've, I've gone and uh, hit a six onto my own phone, uh, and it's cracked the whole phone, and now it's not working. So yeah, I'm phoneless. Um and all I got was a six, so it's uh, it's not it's not great, is it? No, it's not great at all. Uh, of course, as well, we must thank Maya, who was uh, one of my flatmates here in Christchurch for the wee uh, logo design she made up for us for Spotify and that, which is absolutely brilliant. Uh, of course, uh, yeah, huge thanks to her for getting in behind this. And also, another wee thank you we have to make, um, thanks to the team. Where are these guys from, mate? Uh, we've got Thrift Season. Mm. Yep, uh, so they've come and uh, sort of kitted us out today. Uh, so, yeah, if you're uh, around Dunedin or sort of around New Zealand, I think they can package up and, and whatnot. So, yeah, go check them out. Um, and also, we'd like to thank everyone who's sort of made love to that. <laughs> made love? Fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, showing love to the Instagram. We've yeah. got a new Instagram. Uh, we've just made it today. So, um, if you haven't already, give that a follow. Uh, we've not made love to it, but, uh, yeah. But they could if they wanted to, I guess, couldn't they? I don't they? know. I don't think they could. All right, let's rip weird. into this, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here on. we go. That's balls and blokes with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi. Shut. So as as talked about, uh, Tuovasa Shek, he's switched codes. Um, we've seen him have a wee stint in the preseason game at 12. What do you think about that? Yeah, obviously, uh, Roger Tuovasa Shek is one of those players that I guess sort of fits in wherever he goes. I didn't expect to see him 
um, starting in those preseason games. But of course, back in his day through his schoolboy rugby, and that apparently he was quite the beast on the footy field. So um, I guess congratulations to him for getting straight into that starting lineup and that sort of stuff. But it'll be interesting to see how he goes uh, in the Blues franchise. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he stays at twelve as well. Uh, we obviously see him at fullback a lot for the for the Warriors. Um, a great player. I think he was sixth on the daily M. Um, table as well mm, so yeah. it's, it's amazing that he switched codes this early in it's his a, career it's a bit sad for the Warriors though 100%. losing a player like that there who's you know I guess we could say partially carried their team um, for the past wee while and his leadership will be missed there as well definitely definitely um, so what do you think about him being straight selection as well obviously he started in that in that game of three halves yeah, um, well obviously the Blues haven't had their first game of the season yet, they were supposed to play this weekend, but I think it's all COVID stuff, sort of throwing that around a little bit, I think they were supposed to come up against Moana Pacifica, uh, so we won't actually see if he's going to be starting in their, their main lineup. I'd say he will be, to be quite mm-hmm. honest with you, um, pre-season and starting can be a lot different as we've seen some of the selections made over the past couple of weeks in the pre-season stuff, but I do think we will see him in that starting lineup, and... If the coaches think he's ready, then he's obviously ready for it. Yeah, and uh, as we know, the All Blacks uh, have a sort of mixed bag team. Um, their 12 is not uh, currently sort of set. So should we see um, Roger Tuovasi-Shek um, trying to get into it? Maybe not yet. Not yet. I don't know. I think it maybe give him a season to get mm-hmm. back into the swing of things in rugby. He's, if he's playing 12, it's quite a physical position, as, as we both sort of know. Um, he'll be spending a lot more time on the ground compared to in his NRL days and that. But I'm looking forward to seeing where he ends up. Fingers crossed he does end up in the All Blacks because, of course, he's still, you know, one of those great players. And I'm guessing he'll be great in whatever sport he does play, whatever code, whether it's union or league. But I don't know. What do you reckon? Yeah, obviously, we did see Sonny Bill. He's obviously played two World Cups. Uh, after playing in the league. So um, if we've seen him follow and so his footstep, it could be interesting. Yeah, yeah. well, of we course, Sonny Bill's that. done it a couple of times now, mm. really, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe. Yeah. I don't think yet. I don't think yet. Yeah, a bit of time, maybe. A bit of time, yeah. That's Balls and Blokes with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi. Obviously, the mighty Southern Stags have just finished their NPC season. Uh, I was just going to talk to you, Corbin, about... Um, what do you reckon about uh, their, their current team and the switch-ups that they've been making? Yeah, obviously, I can't go wrong by supporting the Stags, you know what I mean? Like They're mm. such a quality squad. Um, the grin on your face is telling me otherwise, but they are. They really are. They're so good. But I saw a wee rumour online recently that they have made a switch. They're losing three of their, I guess we could say, top players uh, to gain one. Of course, um, the rumour is they will be losing Josh Morby, Lasati Milo-Harris and Chris Arpoa as they will join up with the Northland Tunnifar and we will gain the um, enforcer, I guess we could call him, Scott Gregory. A great mm-hmm. player, but is he as special as um, three players? I guess mm. if he gets injured, I guess the Stags are in a bit of shit, aren't they? Yeah, 100%. Um, he's, he's done a bit for Hollanders now, but I don't see him being an All Black, so I don't know if that's a, a great swap. Three players for one. It's three players that are playing Super Rugby as well, though, yeah. which is the, the part that sort of confuses mm-hmm. me. Um, so what the South and Stags are thinking about that, I'm guessing there's some sort of outstanding reasoning behind the scenes, but I don't agree with it. I don't love it. Mm. Yeah, obviously Scott Gregory, uh, he isn't he isn't known for his uh, attacking flair, more of a defensive player, yep. would you say? Yep. Um, and, and what are your thoughts on his, um, like obviously Josh Morby, uh, they're, they're big players in the Stags at the moment. Um, do you think you'd want to see a different kind of trade or, or what? I would have rather have kept them, to kept be quite them. honest yep. with you. Um, like... Josh Morby played his club footy and that sort of stuff down here as well. Um, Scott Gregory, I don't think he's in that situation that he will be playing his club footy down here. Of course, he's based in Dunedin, as far as I'm aware, uh, where he plays his 
Highlanders footy, obviously. But yeah, I just think the Stags um, have. I think they've made a mistake, to be quite honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, something else I want to talk to you about is Marty Banks. Oh, uh, obviously he uh, he played pretty well for the Stags this year. Do you see him starting for the Highlanders? No, I don't. I think the the power of Mitch Hunt is going to be uh, too hard to beat for mm-hmm. Marty Banks. And I think the age thing with Marty Banks is going to be a, a bit of a um, <laughs> hiccup, maybe, for him, mm. I guess we can say. Um, I'd like to see him, though. Yourself? Yeah. yeah? Uh, I, I don't see him playing much. Obviously, he didn't play in the preseason ga- uh No, sorry, the first game of the season. Mm. Uh, what was that about? Do you know? Injury? I don't know. He was on the bench, okay. um, but he never actually came on, as, as far as we saw anyway. Mm. Um, which is a bit of a shame. I can't, can't imagine what was going through his head. I guess he was probably quite excited to make his return to Super Rugby here in New Zealand after heading overseas and that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, it didn't get on. But Mitch Hunt had a pretty good game, which we'll touch on a little bit later on. Yep, obviously also De Groot. Um, he's a great player from Southland. Uh, came out of Southland Boys, I think. Yep. yep. Uh, and uh, he's obviously made his, his start for the All Blacks uh, in 2021 season. Playing really well. What do you reckon? He's playing good footy. Really good footy at the moment. Um, he It's a bit of a shame we didn't get to see him for much of the South and Stag season as he was away with the All Blacks. Uh, mixing it with the big guns, some may want to say. But of course, I guess we'll see him uh, in the future possibly with the Stags if he decides to stick with us. And it was a bit of a shame to see him not playing in that All Blacks squad every weekend. But I can imagine he is learning uh, lots of stuff right in the thick of it. Yeah, well, the props is a hard position to replace. Uh, we've got a lot of um, great props in New Zealand. So it's uh, it was amazing that he even played. Um, but, you know, he did get the opportunity and he has t- sort of taken it. So Yeah, yeah. ups to him because he, yeah, he, he didn't disappoint. Good. He did as well. not disappoint. He no. didn't do anything wrong. He's got his first mm. All Blacks try to his name so far. Um, mm-hmm. So, no, congratulations to Ethan, 100%. Bats, balls and blokes with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi. Obviously, the Warriors got their preseason underway yesterday for the NRL, and they played the Storm in their first game in the preseason and got a win over them, which is uh, pretty cool as well. Uh, unfortunately, this year, I'm usually a Roosters supporter, but this year, Joey has challenged me to get in behind the Warriors. Uh, I will still support the Roosters. We'll still watch all of their games, of course. Uh, but the Warriors, I've got to show them a bit of love this year. I'm not going to make love to them, as Joe said earlier on. Uh, I'll show them a little bit of love. Stop though. bringing it right? up. Stop bringing it up. Stop bringing it up. <laughs> it's emotional. It's an emotional <laughs> time. It's emotional. It was a shit yarn. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a f- shit yarn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Warriors, though, yesterday, a win over the Storm. A great start to their preseason campaign. Yeah, obviously uh, Montoya two in the corner and Walsh played a blinder, which is great as uh, Tuivasa Sheik has now switched codes. There's obviously a gap in fullback and uh, it's great to see that he's took that up. What are we expecting to see uh, when we hit the main season as far as the halves go? Of course, yesterday things were, I think we could say, a little bit of a patchy Mm. um, area in the halves. How's it going to look when Sean Johnson is in that squad? Yeah, obviously uh, in the Maldi game... um, I don't know if you're aware, the Maldives played the Indigenous mm. team. Um, yeah, and uh, Harris and Cody Nikarima with a with a combo there, which worked really well. They won 16-10. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if Johnson slides right in and who for. Yeah. I would like to see Johnson in there. He brings a lot of experience to the game. But as we said earlier when we were talking, prepping this podcast, he wasn't amazing for the Sharks, <coughs> but he was still high up in the daily mm. and middle um, as well. I think you said he was just out of the top 10, wasn't he? I think. He was just out of top 20, so he, the was, he was on the leaderboard, but mm. yeah. Yeah, no, it will be good. Um, I think Harris is a great young talent, uh, and I think Nick Arima isn't, you know, he hasn't played that well, especially last season. I thought his last season was his worst season. 
uh, obviously. In the first game, he come back to the Warriors in, I think it was 2020 or 2019? Yeah. 2020. Why did he leave, though? This is the interesting yeah, This thing. is the interesting bit because it's sort of the same thing. Um, he obviously left the Broncos in 2019 because there wasn't that spot in the halves that he wanted. Um, he wasn't going to be starting in that half spot. Um, so he's come to the Warriors uh, on a four-year contract. Yeah, I think it's four. Four? Yep. Uh, and he's been sort of told that he's, you know, slotting into that um, half his role. Um, but obviously, Sean Johnson is now back. And yeah, it should be really it's interesting. It's a bit of a plot twist. It is a plot twist. It turns things upside down a little bit. So, um, shit situation for all the halves they've got there, whether they know whether they're going to be starting, uh, whether they're going to be playing a whole new position. I think Reese Walsh has secured the fullback spot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If we see him get injured later in the season or anything, I'm not sure who will slot into there. Um, but no, I think things are pretty straightforward there. It's just the halves. Really confusing yeah. what at do the you moment. Think? What do you think about it? Do you think he'll uh, come in for Tamita Harris or, or Nakarima? I think Nikarima will end mm. up um, playing somewhere else or coming Ooh. off the bench, to be honest with you. I think Johnson's just too, uh, too good and uh, Harris DeVita, an amazing player as well. So I think that would be a very strong combination in the halves. That's Balls and Blokes with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi! That grins is obviously doing the trick there, Joey. You got a wee grin on your face. Yeah, so I've uh, cracked open number two now. Number so, two? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling ons. You're feeling all right? I'm feeling ons. You're feeling with ons. Onto the Z. Ons with ons. the Z. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, of course, NRL General Yarn, I thought what we'd do here. Uh, I thought we'd throw out our predictions for the top eight. And you sprung it on me earlier on that I need to pick a winner as well and a daily medalist. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you should go first. And name your top eight to start with. Okay, I'll go with the first seven, and then my last one will be the winner. Obviously, uh, Shuts doesn't know mine, and I don't know Shuts. So That's it's the be, hard part. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm starting. I'm starting very controversial with the Tigers. Oh. Yeah. I think they can turn their season around from last year. Um, and I've also got the Warriors, which isn't controversial at all. Uh, <laughs> top eight's a breeze for them, and that's about it. It's sort of goes at eight, and that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. Cuts off there. Yeah. 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 Uh, Eels, uh, Eels next. Panthers, Roosters, Seagulls, Storm, and um, and the winner is uh, the Rabbitohs. Obviously, the they, they got pipped in the final, um, but I, th- I see them coming back. Mm. All right, okay. So mine is similar but different at the same mm-hmm. time. I have the Broncos under the new leadership of Adam Reynolds, the Parramatta Eels, Sydney Roosters, of course, one of my all-time favourite teams. They have to be there as well. Uh, the Melbourne Storms, 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 an S. yeah, yeah. Every other team gets an S. Roosters, who says that? The cheese. The cheese. Good man. Speaking of the cheese, he did play pretty well. He did in yesterday the pre- in the preseason. Yeah. yeah, not bad at all. Uh, of course, I've got the Manly Sea Eagles with an S. Uh, of course, the Warriors as well. I've thrown that in there because you've told me I have to support Go the them. And the, uh, su- the return of Sean Johnson could be handy in that department. I've got the Bunnies in there as well, but I don't have not them to win one. it. No, not like you. I've got the uh, Penrith Panthers to go back-to-back. That is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Back-to-back would be nice to see. Uh, obviously, with that, the Daily M medalist. Do you see a Panther winning that? I do. I mm-hmm. see uh, the coach's son, Nathan Cleary, grabbing the Daily M medal this year. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know what the possibilities are of that. Of course, he sprung it on me pretty late. We had to do this. Uh, but I see him this season having another ripper. Yourself? Yeah. No, that that is a good uh, good bet there. Um, I think he is a great player. He obviously played really well for the Panthers and uh, and the New South Wales team last year. Um, I see Cody Walker. Cody Walker and the Bunnies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. Was he? He would have been in the top five last season, was he? I think he was third. I yeah, think okay. he was third. Yeah. Yeah. Good that's, player. That's not bad. That's mm-hmm. not bad at all. Yeah. Um, of course, daily in for me though. I had one other wee pick. I thought. Yeah. Oh, um, here we go. Jared Hayne. Oh, yourself? 
It's not like that. Kind of. I'm nothing like Jared Hayne. Nothing like Jared Hayne. So you're saying you saw a video of him walking out of prison recently? Yeah, I saw that online and he had a grin from ear to ear. Like it was just, it was quite marginal to be honest Mm. with you. Now, uh, can you tell me, do you think that is because he is guilty or because he's sort of, you know, a bit careless, doesn't really care? Yeah, I think it's more of a, a careless thing or maybe to him these charges could be, you know, a bit of a joke. I still think he's guilty. Um, and I think it's a well-known fact, I guess, uh, people have read into the whole situations and that, that he is guilty um, for what he did. But to be quite honest with you, I was taking the piss by saying he'll win the Daily M this year because there is pretty much no way he'll be playing footy this season and it's pretty late for a team to snap him up and sign him anyway. So you don't think he'll play footy again or just this season? Um, oh, I think it would take a lot for him to get his reputation back mm-hmm. and to become, um, I guess we could say, one of, one of the big names again to be able to be signed and that sort of stuff because it's not just like one of those... Young guys who've made a couple of mistakes when in his younger days. Um, this was in the middle. This is a professional. Yeah, a, mm-hmm. a professional in the middle of his career, mm-hmm. which I think makes things a little bit different. Yeah, obviously he's a great player and he did go to the NFL, so you know he's got that um, athleticism. Yeah, that's right. Um, so he he might get picked up. You never know. Some team might just want him. Maybe. Depends what they want. Do they want someone with a criminal record in their side? But you were saying he's, he's out of prison. So has he, he, has he got a criminal record? You know, it's often. Um, league players especially get, get those sort of charges it's often guilty to be honest but yeah, that's <laughs> it right, is that's often right. guilty yeah, yeah. you know they're Mitch Pierce obviously but, <laughs> what, but, um, what do Mitch Pierce do? Uh, yeah not for the pod not for the pod not right, for the pod okay. I was trying yeah. to sit you up here I know you were <laughs> classic not making love to the pod today <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it to yourself <laughs> no, mate no 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 just, just had to just had to yeah so obviously uh, Jared Hayne he's, he's, a, he's a big um, what would you say a big I wouldn't call him an influencer now. No, but he's but he's. It was a big gun. He was. He was a big gun. Yeah. So um, yeah, it should be interesting to see if he plays footy again. Bats, balls, and blokes with Corbin and Joe. Oi oi. So the Landers obviously had their first game of the season in Queenstown. Uh, I couldn't watch too much of it because uh, I was too busy hitting a cricket ball onto the back of my phone. Uh, but <laughs> but <laughs> but shuts. Uh, you've got something to say about that. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching it, actually. Um, after watching the pre-season games, we watched them here one afternoon quickly. It was sort of on in the background. Um, we weren't too impressed with the commentary side of things. That's sort of why we're doing the pod, because we thought, mm. hey, this could be fun. Uh, anyhow, back on topic. I've sort of reeled myself away from that now. I did watch it. I did enjoy what I saw. I thought it was awkward, though, watching it at uh, the Wakatipu Rugby Club. It's not really a professional rugby sort of vibe if you know what I mean yeah you were saying that you uh, felt like the first game of the season should be at one of those big stadium events like the Forsyth Bar for instance yeah um, I sort of disagree I think with that limit I think it's a 200 limit 200 person limit I think yeah, why I not know. chuck it at a rugby club in Queenstown get some locals down there and, and see how it goes but yeah yeah I don't know it was sort of interesting uh, as far as the on field stuff goes what actually we did see happen it was pretty good to be honest with you but the Highlanders uh, weren't so good. They looked a little bit like fish out of water. 26-16 was the final score. The Chiefs managing to get the job done. Uh, of course, it was awesome to see Josh Ioane playing against his old team in the form of the Highlanders, uh, now mm-hmm. in a Chiefs jersey. I thought he was pretty impressive. You were saying he's a wee bit lippy. Yeah, there was a few wee moments I saw him oh, sort of really? chirping away to his uh, old teammates. Yeah, we know he is a, he's a bit of a party animal, Josh Ioane. Was so, he? Uh, he? Definitely. Oh, I think, yeah. yeah. I think his flat in Dunedin sort of... Popping off. Yeah, he got yeah. a few uh, noise complaints. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think about the new jerseys? Maroon, obviously, Southland. So yeah. Yep. Well, as a Southlander, mm-hmm. I like that. I respect that a lot. It brings that Southland flavour into it. Obviously, there's some more stags now playing 
uh, in that Highlanders squad. I really like it, and I thought they looked shit hot on the field as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the uh, Highlanders team, I think it's a bit light. It's a bit light on big names yeah. um, this year compared to the other four teams. Uh, what do you reckon? Yeah, I think it's just, I guess, are they lacking all wicks? Maybe? Is it the yeah. experience sort of things? Obviously, they've got DeGroote and, and, and Smith. Smith yeah. Some players that are you know decent all wicks. Frizzell. Mm-hmm. Um, some that we may see become all wicks in the future there as well. Yeah, I can see a bit of a hurdle for this team. Um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be pretty tough to uh, to win this. Speaking of hurdles, though, there's a certain player that really, really impressed me <laughs> in that Chiefs game. Peter Gus. Yeah, um, he did play very well. He was very, very good. He jumped over a did tackle he? from Aaron Smith to dot down in the corner for a try. Not a bad way to kick off your season. Yeah, hundred percent. I did see him play a few uh, NPC games, uh, and he played really, really well. So I could see him in a black jersey in the future. What do you reckon? Possibly. Mm-hmm. It could be on. They've got some good number eights and loose forwards, though, don't they? It's yeah, it is but tough, but they're getting old. So That's yeah, true. We could see. True. Uh, the Crusaders um, played the Canes in the weekend, a high-scoring game. Um, what did you think of that? Yeah, I thought it was really high-scoring as well, actually. Of course, that one there under the roof in uh, Forsyth Bar. I don't know. What was the final score in that one? Uh, I think it was 42-32 yeah. to the Crusaders. Obviously, they're 12-time champions, um, so they're a tough team to beat at the moment. Really hard team to beat. Their Hurricanes team in pretty good form, though, as well. Uh, I thought Geordie Barrett was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Geordie Barrett, but I thought he was pretty good in that game there. Uh, Garden Bishop impressed me as well, but uh, a certain player in the red jersey picking up a hat-trick. Mm, Fying a nuku. Yeah. Yeah, all over the field as well. He's obviously playing on the left wing, scored one on the right wing sort of coming over the other side of the field. And, you know, a, a few lo- loose plays. Uh, I thought Will Jordan was spectacular. I can see him sort of going real well. Yeah, rocking that black jersey. I sort think. of a new Ben Smith, I, fi- I reckon. Yeah, mm-hmm. I find that as well, actually. Yeah. yeah, he's sort of that similar playing style. And I actually think he set up a lot of uh, those three tries that Leicester managed to catch up. Yeah, um, obviously that game, um, it was uh, very high scoring, so it was quite an open game. Um, not too much forward action, a lot of back... A lot of back work. Um, I think the Hurricanes tried the line-out drive a few too many times um, in that five-metre zone. Um, Crusaders just too good. Too good and on defence. I think they realised after the uh, the penalties that the referee was handing out um, in those line-out drives, they seemed to be struggling with a few things at more time. Uh, they realised that wasn't the right opportunity to go with. Other thing, though, just quickly, I did notice as well, the referee's uniforms I'm not a fan of. Yeah, well, you're a referee yourself. so yeah, uh, they've got these big, ugly yellow armbands really? on their I didn't really um, notice, white hey? uniform. I think it takes a referee to notice a referee. What do you reckon? Yeah. Because I don't think I was really looking. Maybe. Do you reckon the pink ones are better, though? The pink? Mm. I didn't mind the It stood out. It did it stand out. Like but do like. you want to stand out? Referee's like dogs, most, balls. Referee's the most important guy <laughs> on the field, mate. Oh, really? That's Balls and Blokes with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi. Of course, another big week on the cards at the New Zealand Broadcasting School for us this week, Joey. Uh, might need an early night tonight, maybe. Yeah, well, a full week was uh, a bit tiring in the end, 9 till 4. Uh, it sounds pretty uh, average from us, being a bit tired after 9 till 4, but, uh, you know, we aren't working class people, so. Sitting down in a lecture theatre, listening to people just talk all day is quite tiring, though. Yeah, especially a presentation on presentations. Yeah. That is tough. That was tough. That is tough. That was tough. I'd say, though, these, these grins now going down quite easily, though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. No, they're really nice. Mm. Um, they're kind of watery, kind of a... Yeah, a lot in there. A watery vibe? A watery vibe. It kind of doesn't taste like you're drinking alcohol. Would you use the word moist? Right, so the <laughs> UFC. <laughs> Adesanya obviously uh, had a big win in the... Uh, what was it, last week? Last yeah, weekend? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, Tuavasa as, as well. I thought it was a really good fight against Lewis. What did you reckon? 
Yeah, we put a, uh, a couple of wee punts on, Ooh. just in behind the scenes. Just, we did, just a we did. A couple of quiets, I guess you could say. Um, I really enjoyed it, though. Tied to Avasa, I had some money on him, mm-hmm. and I was One. getting nervous. Getting very, very nervous. Yeah, well, uh, Lewis looked like he was dominating most of the fight. Yeah. And sort of Tai Tuovasa sort of came out of nowhere with a sort of left hand and then one elbow to the against the fence, and that was it. That was done and dusted. And that actually uh, extended his knockout streak as well. He has, mm-hmm. he had four in a row. Uh, it's now five in a row, and I think that's the most that's ever a record. in UFC. Yeah. yeah, so he's holding that at the moment. So he's hoping he can continue that one on. Yep, and uh, Adesanya. A uh, bit of a boring fight than we used to from him, I felt. Um, yeah. um, Rob Whitaker did look a bit closer than last time. I thought uh, when it went those whole five rounds and we were heading into like, the decision part of it, I was getting Biting your nails slightly nervous. Because yeah, especially I was with like, the punts. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, I had Izzy for a hundred significant strikes. Had a bit of money on that one there. And normally does it. Normally, normally does it normally very does. easily. Mm. Not this time. I didn't see what the exact number was, but uh, to see the little... Red Cross in the TAB app. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, um, I thought Whitaker. he actually fought really well. Uh, he tried to take him down a few times. Didn't really go to plan, but um, it was something we're not used to seeing. Um, Israel Adesanya getting taken down. Yeah, they spent a lot of time on the ground in that fight, actually. Uh, in your words, you may say it's, it's making love. Uh, no. In no, others' no, no. words, no, it no, could no. be... Um, this better not happen every podcast. Well, we're probably going to carry it on now. Oh. You made the mistake of saying it. Might be a caption, do you reckon? That could be on the gram. Oh, that's shocking. If you haven't oh, also followed our gram, we can head along and do that at Bats, Bulls and Blokes on Instagram. Head along there and check that out. Bats, Bulls and Blokes with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi. Well, Joey, it's been downright bloody exciting to finally get on the pod and get into the whole swing of things with Bats, Bulls and Blokes. I thought for our last wee topic of the day, uh, we'll cover the Bats perspective of things and get into a bit of gurk or for the older audience, um, Cricket. Do you mind actually saying that again? Cricket. Is that one for the boomers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you like how I say it? It's quite official, it's isn't it? It's quite slow, and you and you really know what you're saying. Cricket. Cricket. Mm, obviously, the Black Caps, a big blowout over South Africa. Mm-hmm. Absolutely awesome to see. Supposed to be a five-day test, and what were you saying? They got it done in three. Session one in day three. Jesus. It's all right. Yeah, it's not bad. Great win for the Black Caps. Um, I was a bit worried at the start. Um, I thought South Africa might give us a bit of a bit of a worrying, bit of a hurry up. Uh, but we bowled them out for 95, and, and what a start that is. Matt, uh, Matt Henry with seven. Seven? Seven mm-hmm. wickets to his name? Yep, and the next innings he got 60-odd with the bat. Not too right. bad. That's not bad. That is not bad. Um, Nichols obviously having a t- uh, tough uh, 2022 season, and Blundell as well. Uh, so it's great to see them get some runs as well. Um, cameos from DeGronholm and Wagner with 49. Well, that's a bit rough, isn't that it? Is Not so quite hitting rough. the fifty. That is very you know what? Rough. That's almost as rough as hitting a six and hitting your own phone. Almost. Or saying make love to the Instagram. You've had some shockers I've over had the past a few couple of days. Shockers. Yeah, I've had a few shockers. You're feeling alright, yeah. To be honest, probably not as bad as South Africa. Yeah, that's fair. They'll be feeling pretty shit at the moment. Yeah, well, obviously, uh, test number two comes up on the twenty fifth of February, not too far away. Are you are you going to go make some plans and get down there? We we possibly could. We might. We could try and get some live interviews while we're down there. For the pod? Yeah. Should we ask Wags if he wants to come on after that 49? We'll tell him if he doesn't. If he comes on, we could be his good luck charm to hit the 50. Yeah. Well, if he doesn't. He needs that. He needs that. He needs a few wickets too. So, mm. uh, yeah. Now that should be fun. Um, obviously, the Black Caps going with no spinner again. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting, I think, is how to explain it. Um, New Zealand doesn't suit sort of spin that much, um, but normally you still go with the spinner. 
Yeah. Obviously, AJS Patel just come off 10 wickets in an, in a, in an innings, which is amazing. Yeah, exactly. 10. Uh, so to not pick him is, is pretty stiff. Yeah, exactly. Well, we've had a lot of fun on the pod today, haven't we? It's time to uh, wrap things up, say our goodbyes, our thank yous. Uh, it's been pretty exciting. I'll give you that for nothing. I'm looking forward to getting on it again. What are we going to try and do this Weekly. Weekly? Yeah, yeah. I reckon after Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, uh, look out, look on Spotify. You know, we'll be releasing once a week. Yeah. Cool. Fingers crossed. You put 100%. the pressure on now, haven't you? I have, and I, I sort of already put the pressure on making the Instagram. Yeah. Did you feel it? Yeah, I, I did. That. Yeah, a little 70 bit. followers, it's a big mark. Yeah. That's tough. Mm. All right, well, Bats, Bulls and Blokes, over and out for the first time. We'll catch you next time. Hooroo. Hooroo.